Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, September 6th. As always, we're presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Karczewski. Just me again today, like I said last time. Don't know when Truman's going to be back. Don't know what his plans were. He was supposed to give me some stuff today uh, to kind of be in the show a little bit, but he didn't do that because he's lazy. And so we have nothing. He's out of the show again today for the fourth straight episode, but that's okay. Uh, nothing can really bring me down right now because football is back tonight. Uh, we got Atlanta and the Eagles tonight. Eagles going to be hosting that Super Bowl banner. Uh, it's going to be a pretty big deal. Um, it's going to get a little crazy. We're going to talk about that at the end. We're going to, but we got a big show for you. We're going to talk about. Uh, all the games, going to give you a quick load on each game, predictions, but obviously the season's starting, so we're going to give you some bold predictions, Super Bowl previews, MVP, Rookie of the Year, all that shit, all those awards, we're going to be talking about those today. Uh, so let's get right into it, I want to get to the, the good stuff, the predictions, uh, so we got to get through some of these crappy headlines, but we want to start with Le'Veon Bell in Pittsburgh, Uh just been a complete shit show since the season ended uh you know everybody he's uh, he keeps saying he wants to get paid and he deserves to get but over the last couple days Especially Wednesday, where it kind of all came to a, you know, to a halt. Uh, people thought he was going to play, but it's looking like now he's not going to play on Sunday. The uh, well, not really a rookie, couple year veteran James Conner, rookie last year, I believe, uh, will be getting a start. This just isn't a good situation. If I'm a Steelers fan, I am freaking out right now because. Le'Veon Bell is a game changer. He's a once in a generational talent. His ability to to run the ball, his ability, his patience is unmatched by anyone in the league. Uh, he is just insanely talented, and to lose a player like that is going to hurt them a lot. And not just losing him, like I said, that hurts. But uh, it's the fact that the offensive line, especially yesterday, most of the offensive linemen had a negative thing to say about him and they said it about him in the press talking about how he's a liar he didn't show up stuff like that so it's just not good all around uh from all facets of the, in the Steelers organization uh I would be pissed right now if I was a Steelers fan I'd be pissed if I'm Le'Veon Bell everybody's angry in this situation uh and I think this relationship is broken beyond repair if he does come back obviously the Steelers should welcome him with open arms because he is a great talent but I do not I think it's very unlikely Le'Veon Bell plays his next, uh, the next year in Pittsburgh, and I think you know this this offense of Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger, and Le'Veon Bell is just going to crack, and this will probably be the last good sight of it if Le'Veon plays this year. But it's going to be interesting um, what happens. Another guy who's been kind of holding out all year, kind of you know been against. Uh, you know, kind of taking his hold out a little bit too far. You know, coming up against the uh, the week one, you know, day date here is Earl Thomas, uh, the amazingly once in a generational talent too. Safety hurt last year, uh, but he ended his holdout yesterday. He'll report. They're not. 
exactly sure if he'll play week one. Um, they kind of wanted to see what his conditioning's like. I don't know if they figured that out yet. That was yesterday they said that. Um, so we're not sure if he'll play week one. I guess the Cowboys actually tried to trade for him. Uh, they offered a second-round pick to the Seattle for, for Earl Thomas. If you don't know, Cowboys have been trying to get Earl Thomas for like years now and Earl Thomas I think really wants to play there but it just hasn't gotten done it hasn't been it hasn't worked out like that yet so uh and it's obviously often a second round pick's not a good thing uh but he will show up this is going to help Seattle out a lot I don't I think Seattle's still going to suck this year we'll talk about that in a minute but uh it's going to help out a lot to get a guy like uh Earl Thomas back in that secondary I really wish the Packers would have offered something for him but they didn't so right now we're rolling with HaHa Clinton Dix and Kentrell Bryce so Whatever. Speaking of the Packers, as you know, we have Bears-Packers week one. Predictions in a little bit here. Uh, next thing we'll talk about is predictions. Um, Akeem Hicks is the defensive lineman for the Bears. He's one of the top def- – no, he's not. Oh, whoa. He's not one of the top defensive linemen in the NFL. He's top – he's just one of the better defensive linemen in the, in the NFL. He's not top. He's getting there, but he's not there yet. Starts talking crap about the Packers. He says that there is no Packers offensive lineman that will be able to block Khalil Mack. Which is funny because, you know, I heard this quote. I understand that you're trying to get the team a little fired up here. Uh, trying to, you know, talk some shit. But it's really not going to work when you realize that the Packers' two tackles uh, are some of the best left, best tackles in the league. Balaga and Bakhtiari. Who Bakhtiari is one of the best young tackles in the league. Um... And I think what Akeem Hicks is forgetting is that the Packers completely shut down Khalil Mack when they played him a couple years ago. David Bakhtiari held his own. Balaga held his own. They're, they are more than capable of blocking this overrated pass rusher in Khalil Mack. And I don't know who Akeem Hicks thinks he is to talk this crap about him, talk this crap about the Packers' offensive line, when the Packers have owned the Bears the last couple years. And it's not going to change just because you got one pass rusher. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's uh, you know, a, one of the best defensive players in the NFL. But he is just not... He's not going to completely fix your entire team. Okay? So, cuss your mouth, Akeem Hicks. We're going to see on Sunday who the better team is and who and if the Packers can block Khalil Mack. Because from my perspective, they're more than capable of being able to block Khalil Mack. So shut your mouth and we'll move on. So we're going to go down predictions. We're going to go through each game. I'm going to give a little bit of a, uh, like one or two words, one or two thoughts on each game. Uh, why I'm watching this, what to watch for, stuff like that. And then I'll give my prediction at the end. So we'll go to Atlanta and Philadelphia. It's going to be interesting tonight to see. Uh, obviously football is coming back. Um... Philadelphia is going to be raising that banner. Philadelphia was one of the most talented teams last year. Obviously, it ended with the Super Bowl. They didn't lose a lot. They actually gained more than they lost, I think, especially on that defensive line. Um, but Atlanta, again, they're a tough team. They uh, you know, they got Calvin Ridley, the rookie out of Alabama. That's going to be interesting to see how he fits in the offense. Uh, you know, Julio Jones had a down year last year. Interesting to see if he bounces back. Uh, but I think Nick Foles has really struggled in the preseason. Obviously, he didn't struggle in the playoffs, but uh, you know maybe it's type of thing where it's the preseason, no one really cares, so he's not going to try that hard. I'm going to go with Atlanta in this game. I think Atlanta gets the win. I don't. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be a good, you know, 
week one first game of the year matchup. That's why the the league scheduled it this way. So I'm going to go Atlanta. I think Atlanta is going to get the win there. Buffalo and Baltimore. We got Nathan Peterman versus Joe Flacco. Two of the whitest quarterbacks in the league, I'd have to say. Two of the most uh, basic players in the league. Uh, but, you know, you got Buffalo. Obviously, they're going under a new regime now with the Peterman regime. Um, instead of Tyrod Taylor, who's been their opening day starter the last three years, I believe. And then Baltimore's got a little bit of a new look offense, a couple new receivers. but So I'm going to go Baltimore in this game. I think Baltimore's a playoff team. I don't think Buffalo is yet. Although, with my bold predictions, it's going to sound a little weird. But Baltimore gets to win in this game. I think Baltimore's way better than Buffalo. I think it'll be a blowout. Uh, Cleveland versus Pittsburgh. This is going to be interesting. If you would have came to me two days ago and said who's going to win, Pittsburgh versus uh, Cleveland, I would have said Pittsburgh uh, because this team is just way too talented and the Browns just aren't ready yet. But this is, I think, the most experienced, the most talented Cleveland Browns team we've had in the last couple of years. Tyrod Taylor's the best quarterback they've had the last couple of years. This defense, going to be interesting to see how that comes together. And all of that, but I think the most important thing is Le'Veon Bell will not be playing. That just makes up a huge difference. I don't think James Conner, while he's a decent running back, he doesn't even come close to Le'Veon Bell, but he could change my mind. I'm going to go Cleveland in this game. Cleveland always plays Pittsburgh tough, especially in the first week. Um, so, you know, you, you saw last year, week one, Kaiser gave Pittsburgh a little bit of a scare and Browns fans a little bit of hope, uh, even though they lost that game. So I'm going to go Cleveland in this game. I think they start off right, right 1-0. And uh, Pittsburgh starts to kind of freak out now that they don't have Le'Veon Bell anymore. Cincinnati versus Indianapolis. Uh, Andrew Luck's obviously coming back. Uh, that backfield in Indianapolis, though, is messed up right now. A lot of injuries. Nobody's really taken, ran with the uh, starting job over the preseason, which I think they hoped. Cincinnati, I think their offense is a lot better. They're going to get Eifert back. Mixon's in his second year, going to be the workhorse. Um, I think John Ross, in his second year, he's going to get the uh, uh, green light here where he's going to be the second guy. I think this offense is a lot better than most people give it credit for. So I'm going to go Cincinnati. I think uh, Cincinnati is the better team right now. But I think Indianapolis, as Andrew Luck gets his feet, you know, in feet a little bit more wet in the NFL system, they get better uh, as the season goes. But I'm going to go Cincinnati with this one. Tennessee-Miami, another kind of boring matchup. Uh, Tennessee, Mike Vrabel's first opportunity as a head coach. Uh, I think this is Mariota and Winston. We'll get we'll get into that in a little bit. But this is Mariota's make-or-break year. He either steps up or you know he's either going to be labeled a bust or a good pick this year. So we'll see uh, from there. With Miami, you're going to get Tannehill back. Uh, you get to see Fitzpatrick in the in the uh, safety position back there, uh, first round pick. This is tough. I'm gonna go Tennessee. I think Tennessee's offense is a lot better. Derrick Henry finally gets to be the workhorse that uh, he was at Alabama. So I'm gonna go Tennessee here. I think he has a big year. Washington and Arizona. Uh, Washington obviously with Alex Smith, Arizona with Sam Bradford. So it's a bit, a little bit of a different look. I think Arizona is going to have a pretty bad year this year uh, at quarterback because I think that quarterback position is just going to be a mess because um, I don't think Sam Bradford's that good. So I'm going to go with Washington here. I think they start off 1-0. We'll go to Dallas and Carolina. Dallas is going to get Zeke for the full year. Uh, I think Alan Hearns is going to bounce back. 
I think with Dallas, it's going to be interesting because they got Tavon Austin. I think Tavon Austin's going to have a little bit of a bounce back year. I know they've been excited about him in the you know training camp and stuff. So I'm going to go with Dallas here. Uh, I think they're better than Carolina. That's a pretty good game, though. It's pretty tight. But I'm going to go with uh, Dallas here. Uh, then we'll go to the Jets and the Lions. I'm going to go Lions. I think Matt Patricia gets his first win as head coach. Sam Darnold plays decent in his first start, but not great. Not good enough to get him the win. The Lions, I think they're more talented, uh, especially with Stafford back there. All right, let's do 49ers-Vikings. Uh Jimmy Garoppolo has never lost a game in the NFL. I think that changes. I think the Vikings get their first win here. Uh, oh, was, oh, sorry, I'm watching something. I'm watching the NFL Network Super Bowl predictions. Uh, we'll talk about that. We're going to do those in a little bit. But I'm going to say the Vikings beat the 49ers. I think Kirk Cousins impresses in his first start. Jimmy Garoppolo slowly uh, struggles. I think he'll be better, but I think he'll struggle in this game. Uh and I don't think the 49ers defense is that good. Houston, New England, this is a little bit of a shock. I'm going to go Houston. We'll talk about that in a little bit more in a second. I'm going to go Houston. We'll talk about that game in a, in a little bit here. Jaguars versus Giants. I'm going to go Jaguars. Saquon Barkley does pretty decent in his, in his debut, but I think the Jaguars are a Super Bowl contending team, and the Giants just aren't there yet. But I think they'll have a better year this year. Chargers versus Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, you know, first really official start that really matters. Um, but the Chargers, I think, is one are one of the most talented teams in the league. I'm going to go Chargers here, even with all the injuries in the offseason. Denver versus Seattle. I think Denver's a team that's on the rise. I think Seattle's on the team is a team that's on the you know fall right now. Uh, Seattle's just been it's just been a complete mess over there, uh, especially. On that offensive line. So I'm going to go Denver here. Green Bay versus Chicago. It's Green Bay all the way. You know, I'm going to try not to be as biased as I think. that As I, uh, you know, yeah, as I think. But uh, I think Green Bay is the better team than Chicago. Chicago's on the rise. But Green Bay has just been the consistent force. Aaron Rodgers coming back with a vengeance this year. Green Bay. Rams versus Oakland. I think we all predict that the Rams will win this game. I think they'll show out in their first in their debut. We'll get into this a little bit more in a second. But uh, I don't think Oakland's ready. I think Oakland's on the fall right now. I think Oakland's going to fall pretty quickly. I think this John Gruden experiment's going to turn out to be a disaster for them. And uh, they're going to regret signing him to a 10-year deal. But we're going to move now to bold predictions. I really, I, I love bold predictions so much. I think they're, you know, they're interesting, especially when they come true, like my Trevor Bauer one, even though that didn't come true. But you know what I mean. So we're going to do bold predictions. We're going to talk about this one. I love bold predictions more than anything. Like I said, I get I get so excited when it's bold prediction season. And it's bold prediction season right now. So let's start week one. Houston, New England. I think Houston wins this game. I think New England struggles a lot this year. I think this, this Tom Brady, Bill Belichick dynasty... Is gonna struggle this year. I don't think the Patriots. I think the Patriots got a lot worse over the offseason. Losing Isaiah Wynn, their first round pick, is gonna hurt. Sony Michelle's is gonna be is good, but he's not a uh, game changing type of player, especially in this offense. This wide receiver position scares me. 
They're not going to really get a good wide receiver until Julian Edelman. I guess Hogan's okay. Rob Gronkowski is dealing with injuries. I think the Patriots are going to fall this year, and I think they're going to fall hard. I think they'll make the playoffs. Like I said, falling hard for the Patriots is you know not making the Super Bowl. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll get knocked out. I think they'll barely make the playoffs. I think they'll win the division. I think they'll barely make the playoffs, and I think they will uh, lose pretty early on. I don't think they'll reach the AFC Championship game. Sticking in that division, Buffalo. We're going to go up to Buffalo. Everybody hates on my guy Nathan Peterman. He threw five picks in one season, in one game, in one half. That's completely, you know, disgusting for a quarterback. That's unacceptable. And people were willing to write him off right away. I think he starts all 16 games. I think that's in part to uh, them not wanting Josh Allen to play. I think he doesn't do as bad as people think. I don't think he'll be good. I don't think he'll be great by any means. I think he'll be decent. If I'm at the end of the season, I think I'd rank him in that 15 to 18 range of quarterbacks. Uh, I think he'll be decent. Just good enough to where Buffalo won't think they have a franchise quarterback, but good enough to where fans won't be calling for Josh Allen all season. I think the Bills will be right around 8 and 8, you know where they usually are, competing all season. And I don't think Peterman will be that bad. But a team I think that will be bad, I think will be the Los Angeles Rams. Just going to get into it. Rip the bandaid off. I don't think the Rams are going to be as good as people think. The Rams this year, this offseason, has really gotten me thinking about this, the Eagles a couple years ago. The Dream Team Eagles, if you remember that. Everyone was like, oh, the Philadelphia Eagles are so good. They got Vince Young. They got Deshaun Jackson. They got Asamoah. They got bunch of other guys that they signed i see that a little bit of similarities uh in the los angeles rams they just they're just adding as much talent as possible um which isn't a bad thing but i just think you know as the season goes we're gonna see the rams struggle sean mcveigh a young coach still struggle to kind of keep those personalities in check and you know marcus peters is a prime example he gets pretty hot-headed. I don't know if he'll be able to, if Sean McVay will be able to control that. I don't think Jared Goff's the leader that they need him to be yet, just because he's so young. So I think the Rams are going to struggle. This is a bold prediction here, even though it's not really that bold. But I think Sam Bradford will play all 16 games. I think everybody's kind of assuming that he'll get hurt. Josh Rosen will take over. I think Bradford plays all 16 games. Yes, this offensive line with the with the Cardinals is shit. Yes, Sam Bradford's knees are shit, but still, it's bold prediction season. These don't have to come true. I have five bold predictions here. If one of these comes true, I'll be a genius. Nobody's expecting any of these to come true, though. So I'm going to think Bradford. I'm going to say he's going to play 16 games. I don't think Rosen or, God forbid, Glennon touches the field. Um, so that's a little bit of a bold prediction. This one's not as bold. I think this is a pretty realistic prediction. I think Ezekiel Elliott leads the league in uh, rushing yards, um, all-purpose yards kind of too. Uh, full season, I think he is top three running back in the NFL. I think he's right there with David Johnson and uh, Le'Veon Bell when Le'Veon Bell isn't being a little bitch and holding out. So I don't know. I'm going to say Ezekiel Elliott, though, leads the league in yards, all-purpose yards, uh I don't think that's that bold. I don't think my predictions were that bold. So to, re- to sum it up, Patriots are going to struggle. They're not going to make the AFC Championship game at least. 
Nathan Peterman will start all 16 games and prove to be a solid quarterback for the Bills. The Rams will struggle. They're not going to be as good as everybody thinks. Sam Bradford will play all 16 games, and Ezekiel Elliott will lead the league in yards. Rushing yards especially, but I think all-purpose uh, at the end of the day. So that's it for bold prediction season. Let's go to MVPs now. MVP predictions, rookie of the year, you know, all that jazz. We're going to talk about that right now. We're going to go MVP. Offensive and defensive MVP this year. Offensive going my guy Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback of, around. I think he's got some new young talent. Uh, he's got Jimmy Graham up the middle. This is a team who has underperformed the last couple of years. Aaron Rodgers has performed exceptionally well, but the, his weapons around him haven't performed very well. I think this is his best crop of talent he's had since 2011, I think it was, when we went 15-1. and So you got Ty Montgomery, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones out of the backfield. Those are three really good, solid running backs. Um you got a ton of young receiver talent. you got Devontae Adams, I think, is one of the best receivers in the league. I think this year he'll establish himself as a top-five receiver. Um, Randall Cobb's still doing his thing. And obviously Jimmy Graham up the middle is going to help out insanely huge. Uh, so I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get that uh, MVP this year on offense. Defense, I think Jalen Ramsey takes it. I think he proves himself to be the best corner in the league. Um, he's going to be targeted a lot early on, I think, because teams are going to Quarterbacks have a little bit. Quarterbacks are drama queens. They think that they uh, you know are better than they actually are. And Jalen Ramsey calling out all these players, especially all these quarterbacks, he's going to get targeted a lot early, and that's going to be a lot of opportunities for him to get some interceptions, get some break, some pass breakups. And I think Jalen Ramsey's more than ready to do that. I think he's smart. Calling these guys out is going to hurt them. It's going to hurt their feelings. And I think. Uh, they're going to try to throw at him and prove him wrong, kind of. And that's going to prove pretty badly for uh, quarterbacks. I think Jalen Ramsey gets the MVP. Rookie of the year, offensively, I'm going to go... I, I, I put two for each because I think... Because I wanted to do the basic pick and I wanted to do kind of like a weird pick. I got three names for offense, actually. I just added one in my head. I'm going to go Darnold, I think, is the front runner. He's going to probably start all 16 games. He's in New York. He's going to get the spotlight. I think the voters are going to be able to watch him. And I think he'll get you know, a lot of the votes for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think they'll go 9-7, and seven, something like that. And I think he'll get Rookie of the Year. But another name I see is Royce Freeman. Somebody who beat out a lot of good, solid backs and running backs in Denver. He's going to get the workhorse. He's going to be the workhorse of that backfield. Going to be the, you know, take most of the workload. And I think he impresses. That's why I drafted him in my fantasy league because I think he's going to be a beast this year. Another guy, I really hate saying this. Shout out to my guy, Brian Leonard. He knows what, what's coming up here. Offensive rookie of the year, Anthony Miller, the wide receiver from the Bears. I've talked about Anthony Miller, I think, way more than any podcast has ever talked about anybody. I hated that the Bears drafted him. He was my wide receiver sleeper out of out of uh, Memphis before the draft. He was my sleeper. I would have paid a bunch of money if the Packers would have drafted him, but they didn't. He went to my enemy, the Bears. But I still appreciate this greatness that is about to overtake the league in a wake in a storm by the name of Anthony Miller. I think he is the best receiver out of this class. I think he's going to easily prove that week 
one week, two week, three week, four. Early on, you're going to see him out there. He is a dog. He will fight to get every single ball that comes his way. He's a short guy, but he'll play on the outside. He really just doesn't care. Uh, I love him so much, and which is I love him as much as anybody as any Packer fan could love a bear. I think he's shown a lot of flashes, and that's why I picked him up in my fantasy draft because I think he's going to be an absolute stud. So sum that up: Darnold, Royce Freeman, Anthony Miller. Defense, I think the safe pick is Chubb. I think a lot of teams are going to uh, key on Von Miller with the double team, and uh, that's going to leave Chubb, who's going to be a pretty good pass rusher. Uh, he's going to be a lot of one-on-ones, and I think that's going to be hugely ben- that's going to benefit him a lot. And I think he's going to get a lot of sacks early on before teams realize they're going to have to you know switch that up, and that's going to be a matchup matchup nightmare for coaches. So Chubb, I think defensively. A little bit biased, I think Josh Jackson. I this is biased. I get it because it's a Packer, but I, it's a good pick once once I start talking here. Josh Jackson had a historically good preseason. He was Pro Football Focus's highest graded player, defensive player. Um, his passer rating was like zero point zero. He had one ball caught on him for six yards. He had an interception return uh, for a touchdown. So he actually had more interception return yards than he did. Uh, yards given up um so i don't think it's that crazy i think josh jackson's gonna get a lot of playing time early on as the packers try to sort out all this talent in their backfield i mean in their secondary um so i think josh jackson's a solid pick for this even though it might be a little biased comeback player of the year my mvp is aaron Rodgers. if he if he is he's obviously a candidate for this because of the collarbone I think Aaron Rodgers wins comeback player of the year. Although I see Odell being right there too. Coach of the year, a little biased. I guess no, it's not biased at all. Um, I'm gonna go Nagy from the Bears. I think he's gonna be this year's Sean McVay, kind of you know that new form offense type of thing. He's gonna he's gonna have Trubisky looking not like complete shit. What he what he actually is. Um, that sounded pretty strange. Trubisky, Nagy's going to have Trubisky looking a lot better than he actually is. And I think that's just because that offense is just pretty good. He used it in Kansas City. I think he's got a lot of the same players, um, type of players that he had in Kansas City. So I think he's going to impress this year. They won't make the playoffs, but they'll do a lot better. And I think that's going to grant him a uh, Coach of the Year consideration. So, to sum it all up, MVP offensively, Aaron Rodgers defensively, Jalen Ramsey. Rookie of the year offensively, Darnold uh, defensively, Chubb. Comeback player of the year, Aaron Rodgers. Coach of the year, Nagy from the Bears. Alright, that's all the NFL news we have to talk about today. We're going to talk about it a little bit more, though, at the end, obviously, because... I mean, it's NFL. It's starting up. If you don't think the NFL is the greatest sport on earth, you don't think football is the greatest sport on earth, you don't know sports. I'm just going to flat out say it. There's no sport in the world where you could talk about it 365 days of the year. You look at basketball right now, we really don't have much on the basketball. We're going to talk about the ball family today. That's it. You know, basketball's dead at this time of year. Baseball's dead really after the, when you, when you get into that winter. Football is just all year round. They just inject this stuff into your veins, and we just can't get enough of it. I mean, 
I've been sitting here for the last month watching preseason replays. There's just nothing like the NFL, and I cannot wait to get back to it, get right into the grind of it. Uh, tonight, we're going to get a little taste of it. Sunday, we're just going to get the full buffet of games, and it's just going to be so much fun. And to finish it off on Sunday night with Packers, uh, Bears, oh, it's it it's there's nothing like it in the world. You know what else there's nothing like in the world? These Home Cuts. These Home Cuts is the best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only $7, these Home Cuts will provide you with a modern haircut and styling. Truman and I have been getting a haircut for the last couple months, and let me tell you, we've never looked or felt better. Every time you're going to go into the shop, you're going to get a professional cut. They get better every single time because these is always upgrading his equipment so he can give you the best haircut possible. It's homecoming season. That's starting up here soon for high schoolers, a little college stuff. Um, everybody's looking to kind of settle down for the winter, find a girlfriend uh, for the winter. Uh, so do it while you're looking your best. Go to D's, get a nice fresh cut, and he'll make sure you're looking your best. $7, you won't beat it. Go on his Instagram at D's Home Cuts. You'll find the best videos. You'll find all these great cuts. Hit them up, set up an appointment. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. D's Home Cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. So let's talk a little baseball today. A guy we've been talking about since day one, Shohei Otani, who was one of the biggest storylines of the offseason. He's impressed this this year. Not amazingly. He hasn't been the phenom, but he's been pretty good. Um, got the news yesterday that he is going to get Tommy Johns, though, over the offseason. And what does my guy do after that news comes out? He comes out that night and goes 4-4-4 four 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 with two home runs. So this guy's bat is really solid. I think he's a solid batter and a solid pitcher. I don't think he'll ever be great at both unless he decides to really pick a side. Um, and I think, like I said, he's going to do. He's going to have some Tommy John's uh, surgery over the offseason. That's going to be pretty hard to come back from for pitching. He'll do it. Um, but it's interesting because this is the first time in a while he's going to go under. He's under. He's going to. He's going to undergo Tommy John's, right? And uh, he'll be back early on in the 2019 season just to bat, though. He won't be able to pitch probably till 2020, so he'll be out the whole next year pitching. But he'll still be on the field batting. Um, I mean, if I were the guy, I'd just screw pitching, just go batting. I think he's got a future in both sides of the you know, plate here, uh, pitching and uh, batting. So I think he should just do... Um, batting and I think that showed last night I mean, he went 4-4-4 four, four, four with two home runs uh, that's pretty impressive but that's it for baseball we're going to talk about some basketball if you don't know Leangelo Ball and the Ball family I really I don't like any of them I give them credit for uh, starting their own business a big baller brand I think it's absolutely hilarious I think he's LeVar Ball is really funny I think this whole fan- story is funny I think they're all overrated, though. I think uh, um, Lonzo Ball is not going to be as good as everybody thinks. I think um, the little one, LaMelo Ball, I think he's a punk. I don't think he's that good. And I think LiAngelo Ball is the worst out of all of them. Um, LiAngelo Ball said the other day that he thinks the, you know, the whole China stealing sunglasses in China was the main reason why he didn't get drafted. I mean... I guess you could blame it on that, or you could just blame it on the fact that you suck at basketball and you're not an NBA talent. I mean, I think 
going into UCLA, he wasn't even expected to start. He's really just not that good. He kind of follows along in his brother's footsteps. Um, I don't think he'll ever get a shot to play in the NBA. I think LaMelo Ball will get a shot in the NBA here soon. Um, But yeah, LaMelo Ball... I hate talking about the Ball family. I think they're funny, but I just hate talking about them because every single main sports program, every single main sports show talks about them nonstop. That and like the Cowboys and the Lakers. So I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I think Leandro Ball is a piece of trash, and I think uh, he'll never reach the NBA level. They'll play in that stupid little JBL league type of thing, but I don't know. We're going to move now to a couple segments, though. But before that, I want to tell you something that's not trash. A's lawn service. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down for a second. We're not going to go right into the ad read. It's, it's Thursday, September 6th right now while we're recording this. NFL's on tonight. You got, you're going to sit on your couch tonight. You're going to watch, you're going to watch the game. I'm going to get you nice and jazzed up. Friday night, you're going to go. I get off of work. Go to your local high school team, watch uh, some high school football, nothing better to do on a Friday night in the fall. Saturday, you're going to get up around 10 o'clock because you're going to be well rested uh, and you're going to watch college game day and then you're going to watch college football all day. Then you're going to go to bed, you're going to get up the next day, watch some NFL game day morning and then you got a full slate of NFL games all day. You're just going to sit on your couch and just breathe it in. Breathe in that fall air because you know fall is here now that football's in full swing. And there's, but the only thing is, there's no time on that schedule that I just told you to do lawn work. So turn to A's Lawn Service for all your landscaping needs. You will not be disappointed. Don't waste your time mowing the lawn while Ohio State's playing Rutgers and you get to watch the greatness that is Dwayne Haskins. Don't waste your time. Doing lawn work when you could be watching Tennessee versus Miami. You could be watching Mike Mike Vrabel uh, coach up his boys to a nice win. Don't waste your time doing lawn work. Turn to A's and trust me, you will not be disappointed. Uh, Since 2014, A's has been providing professional landscaping to many homes around Northeast Ohio. It's a great company. The phone number is 330-241-2392. 330-241-2392. Again, give them a call. If you're scared to make the call for some reason, send them an email, lawnservice.as at gmail.com. Get a, get a nice estimate about how it will cost. Um, and just don't waste your time. NFL's in full swing now. There's literally no time for you to go mow the lawn. Um, so turn to A's. You will not be disappointed. A's Lawn Service, LLC. You grow it. We cut it. So, segments. We're going to do minor and uh, strange non-sports story. Like we said, this is a sports podcast, but uh, hold on a second. This is a sports podcast, but uh, we are trying to mix in a little bit of comedy here, uh, even though we just talked about the Bears. Um, but we're going to talk about uh, two stories. Obviously, we're going to do two because it's TNT Sports Talk. supposed to have two hosts. I don't know where Truman is, but... Uh, we got two sport, two non-sports stories. We're gonna talk about first. We're gonna go across the lake here to, I think, Ireland. So Ireland has a has a pretty famous cathedral, the St. Patrick's Cathedral, and for the next straight 
next six weeks, they're going to be using lambs and sheep to manicure the lawn. They're not going to do you know, the kind of quality work with professional equipment that A's Lawn Service does. They're going to be using sheep, to only three. There's only going to be three of them to, to uh, mow their lawns for the next six weeks. Interesting. I didn't know sheep were uh, lawn guys. I know A's Lawn Service and Andrew Ellis over there at A's Lawn Service is. So I'm not really sure uh, why they're why they're doing this. I guess it's free and it's easy and it's cheap. But uh, I mean, if I were them, I'd just call up A's Lawn Service. Next story, we got another animal story. But this one is here, I think. I don't know. I didn't. We don't do a lot of research on this show. I'm not sure uh, where this was at. But a fish market was caught. This, these pictures are, are ridiculous. Using googly eyes on their fish to make them look fresher. It it doesn't sound that strange, but when you look at the pictures, it's completely obvious. And I mean, I don't know, you know, what their plan was. It obviously was caught. They're going to get in trouble. But it's interesting because it literally looked ridiculous, and there was no reason as to why they thought this would work. Just some people, I, I swear. Humanity is so stupid sometimes. Um, but hey, if it would have worked, you know, all props to them, right? Minor sports story now, next segment. Uh, Roger Federer against tennis. It's not it's not a minor sport to people across you know, Europe and stuff, but we got no time for those type of sports here in the United States because we got football on this week. But Roger Federer is one of the greatest tennis, player, tennis players of all time. Even if you don't watch tennis, you should know his name. Uh, he got upsetted by some guy. I don't know his name. I didn't do much research on this. I had a fancy draft last night. Um, he got upsetted by this guy, I guess, who in a million years nobody expected him to win. Uh, but he did. He beat Federer uh, and I, in some sort. I think that I don't even know what the tournament is. Like I said, tennis. Tennis sucks. It's boring. It's no. It's no football. It's no basketball. Um, it's no baseball. But screw that. Now we're gonna get into question and answer. Um, probably should do a little bit uh, more talking on the tennis. But I mean, most of our listeners don't give that much of a crap about tennis. So let's go to question and answer. We got this question. I guess it's a pretty contentious. We gotta talk about it. If you know me, I hate talking about politics. Politics, when I was like in 7th grade, politics, 7th and 8th grade, I was big into politics. I was debating like teachers and kids on the playground about politics. And I guess I just kind of gassed myself out. Um, I really, you know, it matters obviously. I know most of the issues and stuff and it's just, I don't know. I think politics is the most boring thing in the world to debate because nobody's really ever going to change. You're not going to change somebody's opinion about politics. And it's usually when you're debating politics, you're debating with somebody in a uh, pretty heated manner. Not like sports where it's like, we can debate Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and then as soon as it's over, we'll go back to being friends. I feel like you can't do that with politics. You know, you, you talk about abortion for example you're going to end up hating the person at the end if they don't believe in the same things you do so that's why i don't like talking politics i think it's just annoying i don't i, th- I feel like it's not necessary i feel like people should just vote how they want to vote and then you know, you're not going to change anybody's opinion on it so we got to talk about this colin kaepernick thing we got a question to ask us what our thoughts are on the whole colin kaepernick nike situation like I said, I don't care. I really don't. I think Colin Kaepernick's a non-factor now. I think he's just trying to stay relevant. I think he was a pretty bad quarterback 
who was just good for a couple years because that system was new um, and it took a while for teams to figure it out. And once they did, uh, he started to suck. It was pretty obvious. Um, I think Kaepernick's a guy we really shouldn't be talking about anymore. Should he have gotten on a roster? Probably, but he didn't, so who cares? Um, but, I mean, I guess if we're thinking about it, this Nike thing with the ad, I think it's a good move for Nike because obviously we're talking about Nike now. Uh, and if they wouldn't have done it, we would have been talking about Nike. Um, but I think people who are burning their clothing, people who are you know throwing away their shoes, I think that's dumb. You already bought the stuff. If you're gonna get rid of it, donate it to somebody. You know, donate it to the homeless stuff like that. Uh, but uh, end of the day, I really I just don't care enough to put a good argument forth. Um, I think Kaepernick is just a bad quarterback and I don't talk about him because I don't think he's that good. Um, and I think we shouldn't talk about him because he really didn't do much um, as soon as teams started to figure him out. So that's my thoughts on Colin Kaepernick. I don't care enough to put a whole argument out. I don't care enough about it to where I'm going to put an argument out and then someone's going to say something on Twitter to me. Like I just don't care about Colin Kaepernick and his situation and this whole Nike thing. Nike made the move. It's their choice to make the move and put him as their front man. Um, if it affects them negatively, it affects them negatively. If it affects them positively, it worked out. I don't know. We're talking about him right now. And I guess that's all that matters. Um, let's get into more fun stuff, though. I, I hate talking. I hate political questions, but uh, if we have to talk about him, we have to talk about him, you know? Um, my Super Bowl prediction. We got this question. I was going to do a Super Bowl prediction anyways, but... Uh, we got the question, so I saved it to question and answer. I know it's going to be biased because I'll be, I'll, I'll just straight out admit it, I think the Packers are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I think they're the most slept-on team in the NFL. Um, we were watching. I was watching. I'm watching the NFL Network right now, and uh, we were uh, they were doing Super Bowl predictions, and six people didn't even have the Packers anywhere which is insane because last year they were right there they were had a really i forget what the record was before rogers got hurt but they're better than the vikings better than the bears i think they're better than the eagles um so i think the packers take it all the way that where's atlanta's where the super bowl is this year i don't know maybe not yeah i think it is atlanta's where the super bowl is this year i think the packers take it to atlanta this year um i think this is the year they finally put it all together they have a, a lot better defense i think this is the best defense aaron Rodgers has ever had um which is saying something i think this is the best crop of running backs he's ever had not the best group of receivers he's ever had but i think it's promising i think this is the best group of tight ends he's ever had so i'm gonna go packers from the nfc afc i'm gonna go to the jaguars i think the jaguars get Pressed last year. I think they should have beaten the Patriots. They blew that game. I think this is the most talented defense in the NFL. I think it got even more talented over the offseason. They added uh, Tavern Bryan. Uh, who's safety they added? Ronnie Harrison, I believe they added him from Alabama. So I think they got better. I think their weapons aren't as great uh, as most Super Bowl contending teams. But I think a guy like Keenan Cole, a guy like Moncrief, Yes, and then a guy like uh, Chark, the rookie out of LSU. I think they all step up this year. One of those guys will step up. Um, I think they'll be a lot better. I think Blake Bortles is an underrated quarterback. So I'm going to go Jaguars and Packers. Um, book it. That's my team. Those are my teams. Uh, 
and I'm riding with him, do or die, Aaron Rodgers, MVP, book it. All right, let's go to uh, our last question, baseball question. Do we think the Phillies can still make the playoffs? Yes, I didn't mention it last show. I didn't mention them at all in playoff contention because I think it would be a miracle for them to make the playoffs now. They got to go on an insanely long run of wins here, like historically good, historically great uh, win streak to end the season. I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's a lot better teams in the in that uh, you know side of things. So I don't think the Phillies make the playoffs next year. Though I could see them contending again. They just got to they got to start a little hotter than they did last year. They started pretty badly this this season. They got to do a, a lot better job at starting next season. So with that though, that's the end of the show. That's all I got on content wise. But I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about. Uh, the NFL tonight's gonna. I think tonight's gonna suck, not because of uh, you know the game. I think the game itself will be good, but there's just gonna be a lot of political shit all over your TV tonight. Nike's gonna air that Colin Kaepernick Super Bowl. There's gonna be probably some anthem protests. Um, just all this stuff's gonna go around. A lot of stuff surrounding this game. But football is great. It's the, it's the greatest sport on earth. There's no sport on earth where you can go out and just watch guys beat into each other for 60 minutes. It's the greatest sport on earth. I played it for 12 years. Obviously not any close to the level that we'll be watching over this weekend. Um, foot, football has gotten a lot of controversy over the last couple of years with the concussions, with the anthem, all this stuff. But at the purest point, football is the greatest sport ever. I think Roger Goodell's not doing a great job at really highlighting that. I think the NFL is such an exciting league. I get people like college. I get why people like college more. Um, but the NFL, there's just nothing like it on earth. Um, Sundays in the fall are the most exciting times ever you know you gotta you get your whole week ahead of you but you can just put that away for eight hours and just watch football uh football is the greatest sport on earth that doesn't change no matter you know who the commissioner is no matter what commercials are going to be running no matter who the face of nike is no matter what they're doing during the anthem if you support it or not so i get it i understand why people you know are starting to turn tune away from it but everything that's wrong with football, it, it, it gets made up by everything that's right with football. It's just amazing. And I'm so excited that it's back. It's just the best time of year. We'll just well, we're gonna be talking a lot about this over the season. So I think tonight's gonna kinda suck, but uh I think the game itself will be good if you just kinda tune everything out, put everything on mute. Cause you know the announcers are gonna be talking about it. I don't know who's announcing the game tonight. Um, but it's just gonna be the best. This is going to be a great season. Hopefully not a lot of injuries like last year. Hopefully the good players stay healthy. Everybody stays healthy though, hopefully. Um, but it's just, you know, there's just nothing wrong with football. I love it. But that's it. Not to get too dramatic on everybody. That's it today. That's our show. I want to thank you to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts and A's Lawn Service. Uh, we ask that you go into iTunes, give us five stars, rate, review us, and subscribe. Uh Find us on Twitter at TNT Sports Talk 12 or Instagram, our dead Instagram that Truman's supposed to be posting on, um, but he's not. But Twitter is the best way to get a hold of us. 
If you want to be a guest, if you want to you know, tell us segments you like, segments you don't like, segments we should add, segments we should take away, um, different things we should do, how do we get better, because we really want to grow this, like I said, more and more. Listen to us on 12 Ounce tomorrow from 12 to 1 during your lunch break. Uh, find us on YouTube. Uh, we're trying to grow that a little bit more. Uh, but other than that, have a great day. Tune in on Tuesday. We're going to go over every single game, all the storylines, because you know there's going to be a plethora of storylines coming out of this first week. Uh, and we're going to talk about every single one. So enjoy the weekend, guys. This is going to be so exciting, so much fun to watch. Football is back. It's officially fall now. There's no Summer's gone. It's fall. We got football on TV every single weekend, every almost every single night, and that's why the NFL and college football is so great. So tune in. Don't look away. Don't glue your eyes off that screen. Don't take your eyes off that screen, and just enjoy the beautiful sport that we call football. Thanks, guys.